Welcome to the Random Tea Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 19, The Only Light in the Darkness. Dun, dun, dun. Sounds like a soap opera episode, doesn't it? Or the soap opera itself. Yes. The Only Light in the Darkness and then the bad organ in the background. Da, da. Yeah. This was, this was okay. I expected, I, I kind of expected better from the cellist. I remembered it was better than it really is. Yeah, I think that was me too. And I remember it later because now I look back and I'm like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is falling the fuck apart. And you're like, well, my ex-girlfriend's in danger. Which I get it. Yeah. But it felt like a distraction even for me as an audience. And I'm like, there's other shit going on that I need to know about. I think they were just really hurting to put the cellist in. Yeah. And Amy Acker is a a Whedonverse baby. Yeah, yeah. So I think they were just really pushing to get this story in in season one. Yeah. Um, this could have waited. Yeah. It, the story could have waited. They could have gone over after any other monster of the week, mm-hmm. which is what this is. And tied this into the yeah. Hydra business. But I think they were just, this, this whole first season, they're so uh, name drop, name drop, name drop, name drop mm-hmm. that they needed to pull the cellist in. The cellist in, which, hey, I'm glad to see the cellist. That's fine and all. But yeah. it felt like... A, this late in the season, this is episode 19 out of 22, this late in the season to mm-hmm. have a Monster of the Week episode. When you've got other shit to deal with. It just really felt like... Yeah. It's like, to Left bring field. it back to Supernatural, when Sam and Dean... Because um, <laughs> it always like, comes back. You're like, um, don't you have the apocalypse to worry about? And you know, isn't like, like the world yeah. and they're like, end? And they're like, well, we can, we can hunt this ghost. And you're like, no. no. Vampires. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 honey. Yeah. No. So, um, I do have a correction to make from our uh, last episode, Providence. Yes, you do. I, I put it in our show notes for that episode, so I hope nobody tries to um, get on to me about it. But I... You know you can change those. Huh? Not the podcast. The show notes. I put this correction in the show notes. Oh, the one I'm about I thought to make. you meant you put what you said in the show notes. No, I put okay. my correction in the show sh- Actually, what I put in there was, yes, I know I misidentified ah, gotcha. this character. Gotcha. Um, I'll, I'll let you finish then. So, yeah. So, in Providence, I misidentified the character coming out of the fridge that Garrett speaks to as the from the Berserker episode. Mm-hmm. That's incorrect. Yeah. Um, it's this asshole. It's the asshole from this episode. Yeah. And I did not realize... That I had made that mistake until I watched this episode. I went, ah, shit. Yeah. So, yes, I know. (laughs) I know. I know. I got it off of an article online that it was the Berserker dude. I didn't just make it up. Oh, okay. I swear. Because we were recording and I stopped to look it up. And I didn't fucking know who it was. Yeah. So I I didn't stop you. (sighs) Yeah. So uh, I do have some feedback from Michael. Okay. From the Providence episode. Um, Hit me with it. The timing just didn't quite yeah. work out. So, uh, Michael says, aloha, ladies. Oh. Uh, okay, Marvel, you had me at Patton Oswalt. I know, right? But first, Raina gets busted out of lockup by Ward. I like that while she clearly expected to be rescued, she certainly wasn't expecting it to be by Ward. Nuh-uh. <laughs> no. Um, we see Phil and Sky catching up on the news as the team scrambles to get status updates on what's left of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Raina finally meets the clairvoyant, and it's anticlimactic. Yeah, she's not happy about that. I think it was supposed to be anticlimactic. I think it was, too. I think you were supposed you to were supposed see... You were supposed to feel her... Her just, like, right. complete, utter despair at the fact that, like, 
this guy is just Garrett and he's an asshole. He is. Uh, he says, I'd be worried that Raina would retaliate for being played, but she agrees to play along in exchange for continuing her centipede research. And that's another thing I wanted to make a note of. I think Raina's more of a scientist than they've led us on to believe. Yeah, I but guess. But it's very fuzzy and it I don't is, like that she it's was fuzzy. in recruitment specifically. Mm-hmm. But they talk Earlier. about her research, and she's looking at these blood cells up on this big, huge screen like she knows what she's looking at. And I'm like, I yeah. see red blobs. But yeah, I want to rain a background episode. Yeah, I need to know more about that. Um, the team is finally able to reach the UN, only to run into Colonel Talbot. That's the stash. And he's, uh, and he's planning a visit to Coulson's team. This won't end well. Uh, that scene did make me wonder why Hydra didn't infiltrate more agencies, S.H.I.E.L.D., the World Security Council, and one senator. Seems like they would have they would have agents in the FBI, the military, CIA, NSA, etc. That's a really good point that I never thought about. Uh, yeah. Uh, at least Phil had the wherewithal to have Sky delete their identities, which I want to talk about that later. Okay. Simmons to Phil in regards to Triplet. He followed me home, Dad. Can I keep him? Basically, yes. Dad, no. Simmons, but he's really nice and can help protect me. Dad, fine, but you have to feed him and clean up his messes, and if he pees on the carpet, he's out. <laughs> At least that's how the scene played in my head. Yeah, I like that. The the hypocrisy, though, because at this point, Coulson still trusts Ward, another agent that spent a lot of time with Garrett. Yeah. I don't like how they set up the Sky Grant relationship, and he goes scant. Uh, It's the the proper is Skyward. Yeah. That's the uh, internationally accepted ship name is Skyward. I feel, again, I feel bad for the people that legitimately. Though Scant seems more fitting. Yeah, Scant's. Scant's scant much does, more fitting. Does seem more fitting. Um, but at least they seem like a more natural pairing than May and him. Speaking of relationships, I'm not a slash fic fan. <laughs> but you know what it is, Michael. You know what it is, and that's good enough for me. Exactly. Uh, but Garrett and Ward did not, did seem to have a homoerotic vibe going on. It would be kind of a subdom thing there, wouldn't it? I think it would, I think yeah. so. I think so. There's a fic out there for it, I'm sure. I'm glad Michael took off his heteronormative <laughs> goggles. That makes me happy. Um, well, he listens to us, doesn't he? That's true. That's a true so, statement. Uh, and after Ward finished talking to Skye in his agent character mode, Garrett referred to that as him being straight. And he says that in quotes, so... I'm, I'm sure that whether or not those fix are actually out there where you can oh, find I'm them, sure I'm sure they are. exist. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Michael says, I liked Phil's little speech about the S.H.I.E.L.D. badge meaning something and his later desperate rant about S.H.I.E.L.D. having to mean something, different ends of the spectrum, but both uh, great Coulson moments. Ward is usual, unusually open with Raina in detailing how he got in good with Phil's team. And for a brief moment, I respect his character's duplicity, if not his methods and motives. Yeah. Ward is a better bad guy than he was a team member. Yeah. 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 He really was. Um, Totes legit. But it still felt very reactive. Yes. Which is what Especially, I don't like about his character. And, and it didn't bother me um, going, you know, watching it in the right order. But now that I'm going back and rewatching, yeah, it, it really, yeah, it really bothers you. Uh, the discussion between Phil and May was painful, but come on, don't challenge May to take your weapon. I think Phil got lucky there that she really is on his side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ward Garrett and Raid the Fridge. I think the Ark of the Covenant was hidden in that room somewhere. Probably. 
Hydra now has all of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s stuff that shouldn't be out. Ward even gets his hands on the Rampage stuff. Looks like he missed having a big rod in his mitts. (laughs) They even cleared the Graviton out of the, quote, basement and gave it to Quinn. Meanwhile, the team is following Phil in his quest to whatever it is that Fury sent him coordinates to. The team debates Phil's sanity, and he snaps and chucks his badge. Chucks. I love that word. (laughs) Chucks. It's just so... Anyway. Uh, The badge is intercepted by an anti-badge gun. (laughs) That's beautiful. Um, They've been led to a secret shield base, and Phil finds out Fury is alive. Uh, Oddly, no one apologizes for having doubted Phil. We close with Raina disclosing that she can't continue her research because Sky booby-trapped the drive that has all the data, so Agent Two-Face Ward has to go back undercover to get her to crack open the drive. All in all, this was uh, one of my favorite episodes so far. The Fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. was a great turn, and here they showed us some of the magic behind how HYDRA operates. There's no way they can wrap up this plot line in the remainder of the season, so they have to give us another season. Well, there you go. And then he has some spoilery talk that's really interesting. We'll get to that. Um, there um, are three fics that I found just on a quick search of John on Garrett AO3. and Grail. Yeah, on AO3. Yeah. Michael, do you hear that? There it's called archive, archive uh, of Our Own. Yes, AO3. Just Google AO3. There are three fics out there. Yep. Just in case you needed to know that. Just in case. Because I think you did. Because um, <laughs> I, I couldn't not. Yeah. I don't remember if we if I mentioned this in our last podcast, but the whole Fury secret basis thing yeah. is prevalent in Civil War. Did I talk about that? I think you mentioned it. Okay. Then I won't. That it is canon that he's got but a that, ton so, of secret bases. So when I saw that episode, you were like, secret this is basis, okay like, with okay, me. Okay, this is good. This is going to tie into Civil War down the road. Yeah. All right. You ready? Um, yes. Okay. Um, so this was directed by Vincent Maisano, who, uh, again, is my West Wing baby. Um, he directed fzz, um, Turn, Turn, Turn. Um, came back came back for season two. What? Fizz has got fzz. to be my favorite title. I know. It really is. Um, he came back for season two for episodes one, seven, and 21. In season three, he did episode one, ten, and 20. Uh, directed some Agent Carter. A couple episodes of Early Warehouse 13. Um, so he's, he's got a pretty, pretty good, uh, you know, pretty storied. Storied? Yes. Okay. Past. Um, and also it was <laughs> written by Monica Breen, who wrote, uh, The Well, uh, and Seeds. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. The Well, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And then came back for season two for episodes three, 13, and 18. And in season three, episodes three and 11. Okay. So she's still around. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we start off with, uh, Marcus fucking Daniels, uh, who has escaped from the fridge courtesy of John Garrett and he is making his way downtown walking fat. Wait, what? <laughs> He's making his way downtown. Yeah. It's quiet downtown. <laughs> um, oh God. Yeah. Hamilton reference yeah. number one. Yeah. So Marcus Daniels is the guy that we saw Garrett talking yes. to outside of the fridge, just yes. to be clear. And he told him, follow his dreams. Dun, dun, dun. And so he, he, it's like the middle of the night or early morning, and he sees this uh, Fisher dude um, playing with his truck. And he's Fisher like, Fisher dude? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Um, you don't get a lot of, from me at the end of the week, so be quiet. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's too. been a very long week. Um, and so he's like, oh, hey, I need a ride to Portland. And the guy's like, oh, hey, I'm not going there, so no. <laughs> yeah, but no. And so he's, um, the guy, Marcus is like, all right, 
Um, and he just does this little hand signal and the battery goes dead on the truck and the guy's like, what'd you do? And of course, then he touches him and the guy collapses. He gets all like blue. It's kind of a weird effect. And by weird, I mean bad. It's not a night-night, guys. No. So. No. And so, um, and the guy collapses and so, um, Daniels gets in the truck and he turns the, uh, in case you haven't figured this out yet, he turns the radio to classical music and he's headed to Portland and then he drives away. So, so the truck suddenly started working because I'm thinking like an EMP power. Yeah. Which would knock out electrical stuff. I guess if you've got a, uh, no, he doesn't have electrical powers. So did he jump? Star- so what, what does he, what did he do? What is, what is his power? I never understood. I what the hell, Marcus Peters? Sorry, no. Marcus Daniels. <laughs> Peter Daniel. Whatever. Whatever. Um, what his power actually is. This scene kind of gives you its EMP. Yeah. An ish. Yeah. But because I could see like electrodes stopping dude's heart, fine. Right. But then he gets back in the truck and it works. That's. I didn't think about that. I don't know what his powers do. Like what? What is that? Yeah. It has to be some kind of cause and effect power, right? It does A. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, his power. Well, the one thing that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. does that Sleepy Hollow never did is it kind of has rules. Yes. Yes. And once they define a particular power in a particular powered person. Yes. It's not just whatever the fuck the writers they, feel they like doing. They tend to stay within those lines. Yeah. But I don't understand his power. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Think, I don't do either. Just I don't do I was, either. I was, Woo words. Drink some more. It'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. This is the quality content we're here for. Exactly. All right. So anyway, um, so we go to the Providence base, and um, Gemma is treating Ward because you know he showed up at the end of the last episode. Is this beat the, all to hell? Is this the obligatory, obligatory sh- Ward shirtless? shirtless. Yep. Yeah. We must have one. And I sat there and I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> It is. Ward's it's terrible trash can of a human being and not in a fun way, but thank you for showing me his pecs and abs. For, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so uh, she's like, you'll, you'll be fine, but he's like got broken ribs. He's got a zygomatic fracture, um, which uh, is a fracture of the, the, of the, of the cheek cheekbone. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. trip. Oh my, fits. oh my god my babies um and so ward's like uh he's telling him his bullshit story and he's like oh they overrun the fridge and hand is dead and and um he told he tells him that and and i will say this was good intel for shield to know is that the fridge was was raided like it's empty now he's they they took out a bunch raided yeah raided the, the fridge. fridge was raided yeah you've been waiting for that haven't you i have maybe okay. a little bit awesome um and so they they've taken all this shit from it and they've released all the prisoners and um he does tell them that he had garrett he killed garrett and he uh two two in the back of his head lies and trips like i would have emptied the magazine lies. and uh yeah i mean lies. sorry so many lies and so um Oh, it was awfully nice of Grant. One for me and one for you. Aww. Who's daddy's favorite now? Which is super creepy. Um, so anyway, uh, so 
Gemma's like, um, that's one of those fakes, isn't it? Yeah, it probably okay. is. Probably, it probably. Is. Yeah, I'm surprised there's only three. I mean, honestly, <laughs> those now that's published ones. That's true. That's not what's sitting in the back of somebody's closet where they feel guilty about it. It's a guilty pleasure. I'm telling you, it's it, they're there. They're like I wrote this to get rid of it, but I'm not going to publish. Um, and so this is when uh, Simmons tells Ward that she's like, okay, so one thing that you're going to do is actually like rest, so your body cannot be broken anymore for real. Rest. And um, not not ward rest. Yeah, for real, for reals. And so he he's like, oh, but one good thing is that I got this hard drive. <gasps> how about you? Uh, how about you? How about you? How about you unencrypt that and back that up there for me, Sugar Lips? Aww. And um, but before Sky can say anything, Colson's like, um, okay, I need you to focus on on figuring out who the hell got out of the fridge. And you can hear Grant's internal sad trombone monologue oh. of wah wah. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mr. Bill. <laughs> I had I had to finish it. I'm sorry. So um so Sky gets this list together and uh she she's briefing Colson and May and Ward and um and she's like these guys were batshit crazy and some of them had superpowers, so this is not Woo-hoo! a this is not a good scenario. It's awesome. This is when Phil notices that uh his little friend Daniels is on the list and he's like um okay start looking at him and um he he wants to know if any current crimes have matched his he's, mo it's like a magnet he just yeah right onto it, just latched right onto yep. it it's, it was hilarious and so um they could have been like but Magneto was was released and he's like nope this guy this guy over here we're going after him I've peed on him I've, now he is mine and not in a fun way and so um. This is when he's like, start, he gives her all these parameters to search. And she's like, um, my laptop can't do this. And, um, Colson's like, well, work with Agent Koenig and, and you'll get what you need. And so this you is. can't always get what you. Bless your sweet little heart. This is how you are. Mm. It's, it's not a phase, man. It's because not a phase. You've seen me go through this for two years. My life is a fucking musical. Yep. Anyway, sorry. So, um, this is when May and Sky do not want, um want to get involved in this they think that this could be a hydra thing and um just a way to divert their resources which kind of is um a lot yeah because hydra didn't release them for necessarily even for specific reasons it was just to create chaos yes that's what hydra does climbing the chaos ladder there you go little finger little finger i couldn't remember his name yeah rose <laughs> thank you so um colson's like well we can't all hide in the bunker all the time and so besides i've peed on him yeah and we're going after this asshole yep. for a totally non-personal reason totally totally non-personal totally yeah uh so colson uh briefs koenig and lets him know what's going on and koenig's like yeah you're not leaving yeah no um and he's like um he he says only colson can leave because uh nobody else has been vetted nobody else has been through orientation which is the greatest thing ever. Um, and so this is when he's got this super fancy lie detector chair designed by one uh, Nicholas J. Fury. And it measures like pupil dilation and blood pressure and like a hundred other things. And so Colson's like, this is fine. And so there, he's like, he's like, let's, let's do this shit what so we it? can get to work. Koenig, say, say his name. Koenig. 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 You're making that up. That's what, that's um, what it sounds like. Oswald. He um he says that Fury wanted to design so that even Natasha yep. would fail. And Ward's like, well, did she? He's like, <laughs> I'm not telling. Yeah. That was hilarious. The, now, the, in the she scene. She fooled it. I'm sorry. I'm scene, headcanoning. She fooled it. <laughs> we see Ward doubt himself. 
we see the hesitation. That panic. That panic, which we've not seen in the last 18 episodes. But yep. here, here it's like, oh, suddenly shit. there it is. Yeah. Not once did we see anything like this previously. Yeah. It makes me irate. Yeah, I know. So many missed opportunities. For them to fit stuff in. To put that in. Yeah. And I, I really wish I knew whether it was they didn't want to let the cat out of the bag and tell too many people and have the entire S.H.I.E.L.D. crew know. Come on. Alan Rickman knew Snape's story from, from the moment he was cast. Yep. Even before the, all the books were out, he knew. He knew. I think it was, I think only the first three books were released when they, when they started I filming the th- movie. Yeah, I think three that's or four. right. Yeah. But yeah, she pulled him aside and explained Snape's entire motivation to him. And there were some times where he made a choice and the director was like, I don't know about that. And he's like... No, it has to be like this. No, it has to be this way. Yeah. I I know things. So I feel like they could have told Brett they Dalton. They could have told Brett Dalton, yeah. They could have told him from the start. He could have subtly put some stuff in that wasn't even necessarily written in the script. And I think it would have been a lot more enjoyable. I think it would have to. So, but you know. Yeah. yeah. Wine. Let's <laughs> go better. Thank so, you. Uh, so this is when we get, we get all these questions. Okay, best scene Ever. Oh my god, it's so good. And you know, he starts talking about um what what would you uh what would you want to see in a box if you were stranded okay. on a desert island? Okay. So if you were stranded on a desert island and there was a box, what's in the box? I gotta go with TARDIS. I gotta go with TARDIS, man. Even though Fitz is as precious. Oh yeah, the Sims is precious. But with the TARDIS, she can go and get him. Exactly. And anywhere else. And anywhere else she could ever possibly want to go. Yeah. That was just the best answer. But I love but Simmons. Or Fitz. Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. And I love how, how big is the box? What kind of island is it? And he's like, okay, Stop. you're overthinking this. Stop. Just answer the question. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, um. I loved the montage. I loved it, too. I thought it was hilarious. And I just, I thought it, it informed you a lot of their personalities Mm -hmm. and um i didn't notice until the end of our babies that they did keep ward to the end he was not he was not in the montage until the very he they did all of his back to back to back to back yeah um and so this is when um you know uh ward's waiting outside for sky and she's like look i got a lanyard um the lanyards are precious i have a lanyard oh from the loot crate do you there was a shield, or there was a Marvel loot crate, and um, I got I got a, a lanyard, an official. I must, I must not have gotten that. I don't one. think you got that one for whatever reason. Aww. I got a lanyard. So you know, whatevs. No big deal. I have a lanyard. Um. So this is when, and I don't. So that should tell you something. You're not. You didn't pass in t- uh, orientation. <laughs> Hell no, I did not. Because <laughs> there was beer in that box, apparently. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. And so, um. He goes in, and Koenig is like, listen, your baseline's all janked up. Are you in a lot of pain? And Ward's like, um, yeah, I've broken, like, all kinds of my stuff insides. <laughs> like, falling apart over here, so, but yeah. no big. And so they they start with the questioning. So, um, but this is when Coulson's already preparing to take um, Trip, Fitz, and Simmons. Um, because Ward can't go because he... Um, you know, he's he's convalescing. Sky can't go because she's got to run her, her crap there. And then May can't go. Um, why does May not go? Because he doesn't trust her? He's not trusting her quite okay. yet at this point. Yeah. And Ward can't go because Ward's beat to hell and back. Right. 
and so he and needs Coulson's to rest. And Coulson's respecting yes. Gemma's diagnosis yes. here, so. Yeah. Um, and so they're. And they're, mostly trip. Yeah. And they're suiting up, and uh, Coulson's like, he explains basically the the, the backstory. He, this guy, uh, Marcus Daniels, was a lab assistant. Um, okay. And so this, this project was supposed to tap into dark force energy. Um, which is kind of antimatter, but kind of not. A negative yeah. matter is what they, they refer to it as. I wonder if this has anything to do with uh, the whole Agent Carter business, because dark matter it does. makes me hard. It does. Um, so, yeah, that's why. And this is why, like, throughout, like, the half of the second season of Agent Carter, I kept calling it dark force instead of dark matter. That's where it came from. Yes. So I was like, damn it. So... I don't feel like we're spilling the beans or anything. Obviously, there's a tie. Like, Agent Carter's got some dark matter shenanigans in the second season. But also, this is tied to some of the Doctor Strange craziness. I think so. Canonically, at least. Which, I'm still studying Guardians of the Galaxy before I hit um, Doctor Strange. Because Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange are storylines that I never really got into. I was always in the Avengers storyline. Yeah. Um, the Bruce Banners, the Thors, the Captain America, yeah. Tony Stark's, all that. The Earthbound I, guys. Yeah, but um, Doctor Strange was never really... I knew about him. I knew he existed because A, Civil War, and B, my brother's name is Stephen. So, but you never read Doctor Strange. But I never Strange. really read them. And Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, I didn't even know was a thing until it was. Yeah. Because yeah. I was asked about it. And I was like, oh. Yeah. There's a raccoon. Yeah. But so this, at least canonically, and we, we, we don't have a tie yet because clearly uh, Doctor Strange is not out yet. But, um, you know, canonically Dark Force has, yeah, three months. Three months. Canonically Dark Force is tied to the Doctor Strange business. Um, and we do know it's tied to season two of Agent Carter. So, yeah, this is, and this has been confirmed that, that this is the same. Uh, the creators of Agent Carter did confirm that, yeah, you've seen this before on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Cool. So, yeah. I still don't quite understand what his power is. But we still don't understand how it works. Yeah. Because this is different than, I'm not going to say the character's name that wielded Dark Matter, um, but this is different than some of the attacks we saw that character perpetrate with Dark Matter. But it was a completely different set of exposure. Yeah. So, we're like direct exposure, whereas uh, this not peter's guy yeah um is a lab assistant yeah so so anyway uh, yeah let's carry on um so it turns out he can now absorb all kinds of different energy um including from like guns and stuff which felt very um shaw from x-men which first class. shaw from x-men first class was kinetic energy he yes specifically specifically i don't know what i said uh absorbed kinetic and this guy's Energy. any and This guy seems like, this is just so, it's like they didn't want to define it. Yeah, it was, it was very nebulous and I didn't like that. And so Coulson's like, um, he, he was on the team that first got this guy and they trapped him with light, basically. Fancy flashlights. And um, so Coulson tells Trip that he's like, okay, you want to be my specialist on, on this mission? And Gemma is just very happy that Trip is coming. And, and Fitz is not. Fitz is not very much not happy. So, with, yeah. Yeah, that's bad. So we uh, kind of skipped over it during Trip's interrogation. Uh, excuse me, orientation. Yeah. Uh, his uh, heritage. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, in fact, confirmed yep. that his grandfather was, in fact, a Howling Commando. They do not name the Howling Commando. We can infer, though, because the only... 
one that we know as of this point in the MCU is Gabe Jones. Um, so, and I noticed that, um, or I read somewhere that biological heritage would indicate. Yeah. And I read somewhere that there's another sign to it. I'm not going to say where, but there's another sign that points to Gabe later on in the, I think season. So, so yeah. Fair warning. My computer wants to restart. Okay. I told it not to. I told it, I told it not to. At least you're not the one doing the recording. Um, so we go we go back to Ward's um, orientation, um, and so Koenig is noting some anomalies. And um, when Ward answers the "Why are you there?" question, and um, which I did think it was telling that Gemma was just like, "I kind of don't know." When it kind of hurt my heart a little bit because mm. she's struggling with this. She really is. Um, and so this is when um, Koenig does not like Ward's answers. And so he just pulls a gun on him, and he's like, "I'm going to ask you again." Was it? Was this a say, with feeling or yeah. say it like you mean it? And he's like, "He's like, do you have a secondary purpose?" And Ward's like, "No, no, I'm loyal to Colson, and Colson's shield's great." Like you can see him like writing, looking at the smudge, smudge writing on on his hand. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, shard is great." Um, <laughs> and so um, Koenig's like, "Okay." Um, and he continues to ask him about like a secondary agenda and Ward finally blurts out that he's there because of Sky. So he could, he, he, he likes her. He wants, to, he wants to get close he, to her. He like, likes her. He like, likes her. I mean, he checked the, he checked the like, 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 like box and everything. Aww. And so Koenig puts his gun away. And so he takes that as, okay, that's what he was trying to hide. And, um, so Ward gets out of the room and he, um, Ugh very painfully goes and kind of like goes in this alcove and he pulls out this very long piece of metal Mm. that he has inserted under his Mm -mm. uh like thumbnail Mm -mm. because you know pain can fool the lie detector Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -mm. was he not in enough pain already oh did he not just take a really deep breath and cause the broken ribs to stab at him or some shit it was so ooky I was like, no. Yeah. And so Fitz comes behind Grant's like, I'm fine. Um, And he's like, oh, buddy, man. Fitz is like, man, I wish you were coming with us instead of stupid trip. And um, Ward's like, okay, so I'm going to give you some advice. And you need to not waste time and and tell Gemma how you feel. He doesn't come out and say it. No, but that's what he means. And Fitz is like, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Fitz and then like, I don't like Gemma. And like then Grant that. turns around and completely insults him. And Fitz is like, Ah, oh, there yes, he is. There's the word. There's I know the word I know. Yeah. So I I kind of feel bad for the uh, for the Fitz ward shippers. You know, there were some. There were some big ones. Yeah. Yeah. I feel Poor bad. Guys. Yeah, they probably still do. Yeah. There are hate shippers out there. That's true. That's a whole other section of Ao3. Yes. Yes. Just the hate ships. Hate ships. Yeah. Sherry already is huge. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? It really is. It's frightening. Um, and so this is when um, May hears about the mission, and she's like, uh, what's up, husband? Why didn't you put me in? Um, I'm basically I'm awesome. Co-parent at the very yeah. least. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, I'm fucking awesome, and you're taking me with. And he's like, and she's like, um, you're making this personal. And um, so May's like, I went through the same test everybody else went through, and I passed. And Colson's like, nope. And um, he, he doesn't believe that she's told him everything that she knows about the Tahiti Project. And she's like, 
I was told by Fury not to tell you anything. Um, and he he's like, oh, it's your, it's your it, you know, it's, um, it's their job to determine what's right and what's wrong and what you did was wrong. And so he, um, he tells her to either just basically my way or the highway, you follow my orders and you stay or you leave. And so it's like, okay. And so um, this is when the, uh, the team takes the uh, jet that Ward flew in on and they're going to leave to go to Portland. And um, because this is, he, he knows that, that that's where he Daniels, just knows. Daniels is going to head. And um, he was obsessed with this, this cellist, Audrey Nathan, and he's going to keep going after her. This is what's called transference. Yeah. And so before we get into all that shitstorm, I did want to remind people that we enjoy the feedback. We absolutely enjoy the feedback. And people can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or they can get us on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. Or you can just go to our website. Yeah, that's really the easiest thing to do. Randomtpodcast.com. Yeah. And find all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, All our podcasts. I know, right? So, uh, yeah, they're all on there. Um, mm-hmm. And social media links are down at the bottom of the page, too. They're all on there. So, but yeah, we have, uh, we already mentioned our Agent Carter podcast. Mm-hmm. There's our MCU podcast, uh, which is the movies. Uh, Guardians should come out sometime in September, I think we yeah. determined. And it's, yeah. it's after my trip. And I, like, have a hot second to breathe and breathe. stuff. So, um there's that. But then we also have Sleepy Hollow. We've got Gotham, which I'm mm-hmm. so excited for season three of Gotham. I am too. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, so there's that. Then there's our mini series um, feed, which has, we just wrapped up Houdini and Doyle, which will not be coming back for a second season. We just yeah. recently found out. It's not, yeah. a, uh, not unexpected, but still sad all the same. Yeah. So, um, but one season's out there for your... Yeah, it's out there. It was a lot of fun. pleasure. It was. It was It was fun, fluffy kind of stuff. It really was. Um, what does that leave? Random movies. Random movies. Ra- which are random movies. Which are, you know, basically random. It's got Shaun of the Dead out there. Yeah, it does. I just would like to point that out as we are coming into the fall season. <sighs> Not have soon to... a fucking enough. I know, right? Pumpkin everything! <sighs> I wish pumpkin everything would make the weather cooler i know we were in a heat advisory today yes we're recording this it's still the beginning of august and it's so freaking hot yeah um we need to come up with a halloween movie we do indeed for the halloween send your votes in yeah what halloween movie do you what's your go-to halloween movie yeah mine is well shauna the dead um mine's probably something stupid or something completely that's not scary at all or Nightmare Before Christmas. It's probably like Hocus Pocus or something. I love Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is my eldest child's go-to Halloween okay, movie. Okay, I just, I can't do the funnies. I don't do the comedies. I know you don't. Shaun of the Dead does not count. Shaun of the Dead is its own thing. It truly is. Yeah. It truly is. So, so, so yeah, send in Halloween movie suggestions. Or, you know, any movie suggestions. Yeah. We like those. Again, um, we cannot promise that we will do them, but... When we're feeling indecisive and wishy-washy, yeah, we, they help. It does help. Um, but while you're on our website, speaking of, if you really just need us to do a movie that you think maybe they will do, maybe they won't do, if you donate, if you go to our website and you click on our donate link and you donate at least $100, yeah, we will podcast any fucking thing you want. Yep. 
That includes porn. And and I will just, because this is the audience for Because it, we are whores, apparently. <laughs> there is um, superhero porn out there. Yes, there is. They're stucky. It exists. <laughs> and there's X-Men, um, Wolverine, Cyclops. This is a real thing. I've seen the gifs on Tumblr. Like live action. This, <laughs> And I'm not talking about fix. I no. mean, actual video. It's frightening, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for at least $100 or more. Yeah. We will, um, and I know he's probably not listening to this, but I did want to thank Greg for his donation. That absolutely. Was, that was thank you, Greg. Very sweet. That was awesome. So, so yeah. That helps. That's going to help us a lot right there. Yes. Um, anything else we need to pimp out? Uh, unofficial natural fan of fragrances. Well, there you go. They have relaunched. Yeah. Uh, in August, they have now rolled. Out, oh my God! I can't believe rolled, I was about to say that they oh have rolled God. out their roll-on uh, line. It's these. Um, I don't know how much they hold, but they're these. They're per, like purse size. Yeah. Of these they're adorable. Roll-on, and they're like I used my Han Solo one. I was at work today, and mm-hmm. I found it in my bag, which I have been carrying in my bag for months now. In the summer has heat, has not leaked. Has not no, anything. No, yeah. In the summer heat, has not leaked. So it's a good quality roll-on. A perfect size to carry around in your purse, and it smells great. The Han Solo, yeah, smells like freaking space engine oil. It really yeah. does, um, and I love it. Um, and then there's some new scents. The uh, there's Winter Soldier and Loki and Loki, and uh, I don't even know what else they. And got out I there. think okay, you know how like because we share a Twitter account. I'll mm-hmm. get a notification, and then if you look on it or whatever, it goes away. It disappears, yeah. I got, like, distracted by something, but I could have sworn I saw them tweet something about Hawkeye. Uh, I'm actually going to go look on that right now. So I think Hawkeye might be coming soon. And, yeah, the Loki one is very good. It's for self-pity. <laughs> <laughs> and and Winter Soldier's for memory, right? Memory, yes. Which is hilarious. They're They're funny. Funny people to come up with shit like that. I could just go to our... I'm just freaking going to our website. (laughs) What is our website? Randomteapodcast.com You built the damn thing. You should know it. (laughs) I mean, I really hope you would know what our website is. All right. Unofficial natural fandom fragrances. Yeah, if you use our our coupon code, um, randomteapodcast... You get ten uh, percent off five dollars or more, yeah. and I will have you know that the Winter Soldier spray bottle is seven dollars. Okay. Um, or if you prefer to save a little money, you can get the Stucky bundle for just <gasps> ten. Yay! Loki is six. He's six. I know. He's six. He no, I'm, I'm six. Six. He's six. Uh, the Wonder Woman roll-on is six dollars. So, Wonder I mean, Woman's good. I, I got Wonder Woman for Christmas. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. I haven't smelled Captain America, though. Uh, they have Hagrid. <gasps> I haven't smelled him either. They have uh, all of the um, Disney princesses are out there. You can get the you can get every single Disney princess for $60. And that is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. One, two, three, four, oh five, God. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven bottles. Wow. For sixty dollars. Um they have the Heaven and Hell bundle, which is Crowley and Castiel. Oh my god, that's awesome. Uh that's ten dollars. So I mean it doesn't take but one bottle yeah. and you'll get your discount. They've got Darth Vader. Yeah. Is out there. Original trilogy uh Star Wars bundle, which is Luke, Leia, Han Solo, and Darth I need, Vader. I need to smell the new Golden Trio. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they have Jon Snow is still available. He knows nothing. There's the Time Lord bundle. <laughs> spelled T H Y M E. That is still one of the funniest things ever. That's the greatest. I'm trying to see. Oh wait. Oh, I could just go over here on the side where it says Marvel and click on that. Let's yeah, see. Marvel. We have that. Winter Soldier, Loki, Storm, Deadpool. Iron Man and Captain America are all available. Cool, cool, cool. And then there's the Stucky bundle. Yeah. Oh, I need to uh, also mention to them the uh, the Stony. Oh yeah, Stony is a Stony. Stony is a big Stony. a big ship. The Stony bundle. Um, they don't seem to have everything in the roll on yet, but yeah. I'm sure they'll be getting it uh, eventually. But you can also uh, you can get a sample for seventy cents. They are these great little bottles. Yeah, and it's a, it's not like sprayed on a piece of paper. No, no, they're, you they're get an, it's an actual. It's usable. You could use it for a good week or so. Yeah, um, but they also look like they have a clearance section, which is probably. Uh, it's spray bottles with old labels. Oh, okay. With their, cool. they Because they've redesigned their labels. That's awesome. So they're out there for only just like three bucks. There you or go. So. But yeah, um, it, this is essential oil fragrance sprays, which are made to order. So they're, you know yep. what you're getting is fresh. Yep. And we absolutely love them. Yeah. I have Else we like would, 15 of them or something. Oh my gosh. I have like a crazy so amount. Many. Yeah. So, so many. And every time I'm like, oh, I haven't smelled that. I haven't smelled that. And I'm like, no. I know. It. Get samples. I, I know. Get samples. But then I'll want Clear to buy them. Clear them out in samples. Then I'll then I'll want to buy them. I'm not going to stop you. Use our coupon code, Random Tea Podcast, <laughs> and get 10% off. <gasps> so, so, yeah. Uh, these make great Christmas present, guys. I'm just going to say. that shit is coming up sooner than you think. I know. It's August. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's like four... Four months. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyway. All right. So there's our pimping. Um. So we go to Portland and. Um, but is um, Elliot there? No. Damn. No. Um. And so Audrey is out jogging at night in the middle of a park at night by herself at night. And um, at night. By herself. By herself. And so um, this is when, of course, Marcus Daniels, um, he's following her. And um, she figures out because he's um, he's draining the uh, like the street lights and uh, her MP3 player slash phone, which I'd be super pissed about. I know, right? I'd be like, God damn it! I just charged my phone, you asshole. <laughs> she was probably well, no, she wasn't hunting Pokemon because this was a couple years ago. But you know, she could have been doing stuff. I know. It's just rude. Um, and so this is when um, she's running from him. Once she realizes he's there, and of course, uh, Trip and Simmons pull up just in the nick of time and tell her that they are with the CIA, and they're because they're the going to protect her because the CIA operates inland, yes, within the United States, absolutely, as opposed to you know say the FBI, yeah, yeah, because the CIA works on domestic of course soil, yeah. yeah, especially Portland. Well, they have a cellist division. I don't I don't know that many people. <laughs> I don't know that many people know that, but they have the, they have a division specifically for cellists. Regardless of the country they're located yes. in. Yes. Okay. Cellists well, that, of the world. Well, that makes it better. Yeah. And so um, this is when, uh, you know, uh, Colson and Fitz show up after um, Gemma and Trip take her away. And they've got Fitz's drones. I'm not singing that song. No. Um, and so Colson, uh, he's like, okay, you need to surrender. 
and the drones like form this uh thing around him and they've got they've got light shined on him and um Colson's like okay you're you're trapped now and um Daniels is like oh you know where that that place where y'all sent me um, guess what I, I was experimented on and they made me stronger and so he absorbs all the light from the drones and he uh blasts them back with Dark force, dark energy, dark matter, whatever the fuck it might be. And then he walks away. That's that's so, great. That's it. It's fine. That did not go to plan. No. Basically. And um, so we go back to the Providence base. And Skye is in Koenig's office. And she's trying to work with him. And um, she, uh, she notices him looking at the tablet. And she's like, oh, my God, you're tracking us with these badges. These Pretty badges are, are really. low-jacked, yeah. which is really smart. And um, which So is it safe to say that uh, Mr. Eric here is a bit of a uh, voyeur? A little bit. Well, he hasn't been able to, like, talk to people in a while. Well, well he talks to his brother. Well, that's true. Um, and so uh, Sky's like, oh, my gosh, um, you, we should tap into the NSA satellites to get footage of the fridge and figure out who more of these prisoners are. And so Koenig's like, I don't know about that. And Sky's like, um, no, no, but really. You're, you're part of this team now, and we're not just going to hide in the bunker. We're actually going to try to do some good. And um, it kind of came, came off a little insulty-y. Um, but she was like, now it's time to take some proactive, you know, action. And so Ward comes in. This guy's like, I got this great idea. And he's like, um, he's like, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, what about this hard drive? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, okay, you know how when Merlin plays with his duck? Yes. And he just puts the duck up against you repeatedly. He yes. doesn't want you to... Like, he doesn't want you to have the duck. But he's just like, duck, duck, duck. And this is when I say to him, goose. Yes. And Ward's like, hard drive, hard drive, <laughs> hard drive. Like, I'm surprised he's not like, hey, look, Sky, let me put it in front of your eyes, hard drive. There's a stick that he can dangle it off of and just follow her around. He's being super subtle. Super. Yeah. <laughs> so, He's like, um, because Garrett's given him 24 hours to, and that's it. to get this. That's all we got. And we are at least 36 hours into that 24 hours <laughs> at this point. That's what it feels so. like. And so he's like, he's like, uh, you know, um, and Sky's like, well, you know, I can't because the encryption on the hard drive is uh, geo-specific, geolocation specific. And so um, he's, King's like, yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. And he's like, okay. Well, let's do the NSA thing, and he gives her the keys to the mainframe, and he tells her to send the footage um, to his monitors, and Sky's like, it'll be fine. It's going to take a minute, and Ward's like, but hard drive, but hard drive. <laughs> but the dark I'm evil matter and makes I wanna me do, hard. I'm evil, and I want to do more evil. Hard drive. And so, <laughs> hard drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so this is when, uh, Simmons and Tripp take Audrey to a safe house and, um, they, uh, they, you know, they're making sure she's okay. And, um, they're, and Audrey's like, oh, okay. So you're with shield, right? And they're like, I, what is shield? No, what, what, what for, huh? How do, how do, uh, identity. And so she's like, yeah, shield protected me before. So I figured that you guys were back. And so um, this is when we see that Coulson is continuing to creep on her because she thinks he's dead. And so I guess he's not all about, like, letting her know that he's not dead. And um, 
so he's watching through a one-way mirror not creepy or two-way mirror is that a two-way mirror i don't know and so um she she she's like i yeah. don't know she's like yeah the first time there was this shield agent and he showed up and He's handsome. He was great. We did the do. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. And she was like, um, but he saved her. He stopped Daniels. Um, but you know, he he died later in the line of duty and Aww. she still dreams of them of together. Yeah. Just talking. He and was laughing. killed right before they were gonna take this this trip, probably not to Tahiti. <laughs> and and as much as i love mom and dad together like this this hit me in the feels yeah this is the cellist that was mentioned in in the avengers Avengers. yeah yeah and tony offered to fly her wherever he did so many times keep low live man he was he was all for that yeah and so um this is when uh um gem you know or fitz says that he's come up with a way to stop this guy but they need to use Audrey as bait. Nope. And Coulson's like, nope. No. And Fitz is like, um, that's basically all we can do. Because he's going to come after her no matter what. And so Strangely enough, Fitz is the one that's objective in this situation. Yeah. And so basically, they might as well set a trap because he's going to go after her anyway. So they might as well, you know, control the situation as much as, much as possible. And so um, this is when Ward goes to the bus and he's talking to May. And she's like, okay, I got the bus ready, just like Colson told me to, because he told her to repair the fuel line and all this other shit. And um, he's about ready to kill her. Awesome. And then she's like, which, like, you can fucking try. Like, yeah, good luck. And he realizes. Because May's the shit. Yeah. He realizes May's about to leave. And he's like, what, what, what's going on? And she's like, Colson doesn't trust me. Um, he's not going to see past the fact that, you know, I was doing my job. And so she walks out, and Ward's like, um, what should I tell Coulson? And May's like, it doesn't matter. He won't listen. No matter what you say, no matter what I say, it's not going to matter. May, come back. I know. I was no, like, mm. Mom. I was like, I don't like this. Mom. Don't abandon your children. And so this is when Ward goes back into Koenig's office, and um, Skye started to send him images, um, but he's still, like, trying to get them into better focus and sharpen them and makes them – uh, usable and so Ward closes the door behind him and you're like baby get out baby get out it's not good it's not never, good at never, all no this is like a horror movie it really right is here. yeah yeah the call came from inside the house slash bunker <laughs> bunker house yeah but that's exactly what it was um and so this is when um we go back to Portland and they take Audrey to the concert hall um and Colson and Fitz stay up in the um, the the tech booth. I have a foot warmer, by the way. Oh, good! Yay, puppy foot foot warmer. And so um, this is when Gemma and Trip are going to help her set up because it's going to be like a rehearsal. And so they're like they're in like, the middle of the night. Yeah, they're like, "We'll be fine. You'll be fine. We'll, we'll be here." And uh, I think at that point. Um, Simmons points up to the booth and she's like, our best agent is da 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 da. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Your ex-boyfriend. And so um, Fitz is going to use the stage lights with a gamma ray emitter, which never got anybody into trouble ever. Is So like he just happened to bring that technology with him? Because I mean. And they had it. Yeah. 
They had it with them. They do mention Bruce Banner. Yeah. It, there was a name drop there. But so. they didn't They didn't raid the fridge. Did they just have this with them at all times? I guess. Whatever. He fits. He could build one. Yeah. In his sleep. That's true. Um, so he says that, you know, they can, they can uh, overload this guy's ability to absorb energy to where he's basically, uh, you know, rendered powerless. And, um, but Fitz is like, yeah, um, something could go wrong. People could hulk be, out and stuff. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Colson's like, anyway. Go get the pizza. It'll be fine. Save my girlfriend. Um, so this is when Sky heads to Koenig's office. He's not there. Uh-uh. And Ward comes in. And he's like, oh, he went to the comm room to send some information um, to all these different intelligence agencies. And it's completely fine and legit. And don't question me. Um, and so, but he does make a good point. He's like, well, you know, we want everybody to know that we're still we're still around and we're going to play nice. And so Sky starts checking the images and um, she discovers that uh, footage of the rooftop shows that nobody's there. Uh-oh. And so she's really shocked. Because the rooftop is the only entrance and exit to, to this the 100 fridge. building and all of these people just left and what did they just build web parachutes and just fly off into the ocean? Maybe. Because, you know, this 100-foot building is on the ocean. Maybe Garrett blew out a side of the building i don't know um and so this is when uh she's she freaks out when ward tells her that may left and she's like this is ridiculous and she's like um i guess she didn't she didn't we didn't mean anything to her and i'm like oh no mom loves you it's fine because you know sky (laughs) and rejection so bad because even though she knows now that, like, they moved her around foster homes on purpose to keep her safe, like, that's still got to... It's still got to sting. Yeah. It's still got to hurt. Knowing and feeling it are two different things. Exactly. And so, um, now she's just like, Mom didn't love us. No. And, um... But she does. Yeah. And he's like, um... She she says, well, you know, how do you feel? Because, you know, you were doing the do with her. <laughs> it's a small plane. Yeah. And he's like, neither, neither one of us felt anything... Um, and it's different than what we have. And I'm like, yeah, I threw up a little bit too. Yeah. And so Sky's like, um, what do we have? And, and she does make a really good point. She's like, this is a really shitty time to start anything. For someone who has grown up emotionally stunted, Sky really has a handle on things. She really does. But, um, Ward's like, oh, we have to start somewhere. And they kiss, right? Uh, Or no, they kiss later. I think they kiss later. It's gross. Um, they kiss it all, but whatever. Um, and so they're, they're kissing is just you. Yeah. So they're back in Portland and, um, we're waiting for Marcus to show up and Fitz is in the booth with Colson and he's like, why are you going to tell her? And, um, you know, he's like, why are you, are, are you afraid to talk to her? And Colson's like, I don't want to hurt her again. So I feel like Fitz is kind of projecting a little bit. Why not? Why don't just tell her? Just tell her. Tell her Fitz. how you feel. Phil Fitz. I mean, me. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bless him, sweet little heart. So this is really the the ground. I mean, because you, you've suspected Fitzsimmons from the moment they pointed at each other and said Fitzsimmons. Yeah. Um, from that moment on, they were automatic. They gave themselves a ship name. They I did. I mean, come on. They did. But this really is the beginning of the actual romantic relationship as we see it. Yes. Yes. That's beautiful. Um, but, but Phil gives the whole, like, I can't hurt her again speech. And also, I can't be with her because I got shit to do with my job. And this is important. And so you're like, okay. 
Um, so we go back to um, Warden Sky. And, um, As opposed to Sky Ward. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Mm, whatever. Uh, and so he he's like, uh, you know, I was, I was trying to hide my emotions, but, you know, you, you messed me up. Which is what every woman wants to hear. They do. They want to hear that, number one, I'm emotionally stunted. And number two, you fuck me up. Yeah. I mean, that's just like roses and chocolates. No, it's not. Just, you know. This, can you lay the sarcasm on any yeah. thicker than that? Yeah. No, I don't think you can. Yeah. These are not things we want to hear, to be clear. He's laying it out like what a shitty boyfriend he would be. Already. Yeah. 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 Right here. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Here's human all the trash reasons can. not to date me. Yeah. But hey, how you doing? And so he's like, I did lie to you, but... Um, it's, uh, he said his older brother didn't beat Ward's younger brother. He made Ward do it. Oh, So we're adding to the layer of... Feel bad for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm the a, victim here. Such a terrible childhood. Nah, da, da, da. And Sky's like, um, were your parents not there? And he's like, they were worse. And I'm like, this is terrible. Th- but this is... How much of it is bullshit, though? Well, even if it's true, this does not justify Hydra. No. And so... That's why, like, you know, when abusers become, when the abused become abusers, and it's like, well, that's what I, you know, no, that's bullshit. It's not. That doesn't make it okay. That doesn't make it okay. I understand that you had bad things happen to you, but that does not make this okay. Exactly. Um, And so, um, Sky's like, that's pretty fucked up, but she's like, but you're a good man, and then they kiss. No, he's not. No, he's not. And it's gross. And um, she feels blood on his neck, and Ward's like, oh, it's uh, because I got cut earlier, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he goes to the bathroom to clean up. And so we get a really quick shot of um, of Audrey starting to play the cello in a single spotlight in a dark auditorium in the middle of the night. Not creepy at all. How did he know to find her there? Did she routinely practice in the middle of the night? I, I assume the location is where she would regularly, regularly practice. Practice. However, in the middle of the night in a dark room. When she knows this guy's after her. Yeah, no. But whatever. You have to walk into that and know this is a setup. Yeah. Well, I guess he probably thought he was more powerful than whatever, whatever. was, you uh. know. Yeah. Because um, he knows Phil's involved. She doesn't know it, but he saw Phil when they tried to apprehend him the first time. So he knows, yeah. like, this is the same team that took him down last it's time. It's just bad. But whatever. Um, so we go back to the base, and uh, Sky sees Koenig's tablet. And so she, she sees, because, of course, she's, I, and I got to give this to her. So I think the tra- same... Yeah, I would I'd be curious as shit. Yeah, so he's tracking himself. Yeah, and there's no battery saver on that device. Ugh. It's just on. Well, if she the file was on top of it because he covered it up when Ward walked in. Yeah. So is it like my iPad? I have this cover on it, and when the cover is closed, it turns it. It like it sleeps. It sleeps. So yeah. did that tablet just go to sleep when the file was sitting on top of it? When she moved the file, it woke up with no passcode. I'm kind of upset that there's no passcode. That's well, not security. the man is dead. So it's not like he could do that. Yeah. Well, because uh, it's then, the little details. Yeah. Because this is where she finds him. Yeah. Um, and he's stuck up in the ceiling. And um, so Ward goes to wash uh, the blood off his face and the, uh, the garrot that he used to, you know, kill Koenig. Why is he stopping to clean? the? And why was he carrying it around with him? I don't know. We're dumb. We're why real you, dumb. Why are you so dumb? I bet he's and a, this is not like him. I bet he's afraid of horses. He probably is. 
But this is not like Ward. Ward no. is usually like no. a much smoother but, operator. But Sky fucked him up, remember? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, if that's not love. Mm. Love yeah. makes you dumber. I don't want it. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, I don't know that somebody like Ward can love, honestly. True. Um, so we go back to the concert hall, and it gets a little jumpy at this point. Um, all the lights start flickering, and of course he walks in, and she she tries to keep playing, uh, but she hesitates, and he's like, oh, please continue. And he's like, I know I'm a monster, and, um, but you, know, you, can sh- you can save me because you're the only light in the darkness. And I'm like, oh, we did the title thing, didn't we? That's, again, creepy. Super, like this whole. So many healthy relationships in this episode. Yeah, this whole episode is like what not to do in a relationship. And so um, she starts playing again. And, of course, he walks towards her. And it's all very dramatic. And so uh, we see Ward go back to Koenig's office. And he realizes that Skye is not there. And so she follows uh, the trace on Koenig's badge to the storage room. Oh, at this point, she hasn't found his body yet. Now she finds his body. Now she finds. Uh, not any better. But she opens the door, and this penny falls onto the floor. And I thought this was a neat trick. And so she's like, the fuck? It's just, it's it's a classic spy trick. Yeah, to, to know see. if somebody else has been there. Yeah, there's that. Um, you can always uh, tape a hair mm. to the door. That's a that's a parenting trick. Oh, I learned not that I, I never used it on my children, but you could have. But it was one that I read about somewhere about to find out whether or not your children were sneaking out of the house. Was yeah. you could tape a hair, or you could, all you have to do is tape the front door. Yeah, or whatever exit. You yeah, know? and it's you just tape a hair, and if it's been broken. moved, broken, yeah. then uh uh-uh. Then you got shit displaying. So it's the same idea. Yeah, yeah. It's just to know if somebody's. Open the door. But yeah. a penny just seemed... It, he had to work with what he had. I guess. Sloppy. Yeah. But Ward's just so sloppy right now. Yeah. Well, you know. He's only has 24 hours. Yeah. And it's been like, you know, three days. Yeah. And so she um, she finds the body uh, in the in the ceiling tiles. And um, she checks the... Uh, she checks the... The... Um, uh, the tablet and sees that Ward is coming. At least she was smart enough to bring it with her. Well, I guess in order to find. And so she realizes that, you know, Ward killed him. Ward bad. Ward bad. And Bless so her heart. I know. I feel, I felt really bad. And I thought Chloe did a really good job in this episode. Um, with the freaking out and everything. She did. Um, so we go back to Portland and, uh, the guy steps on stage and he approaches Audrey. And of course this is when, Fitz and Gemma and Trip um, all have their lights uh, shi- uh, shined on him, shown on him, shown on him. And um, so b- before they can do their work, he manages to blast them back. And so he goes straight for Audrey. And um, Fitz goes straight to Gemma, though, because mm-hmm. Gemma. And um, this is when Colson comes to the rescue. He, dra- he grabs a single spotlight. Just one. And it somehow starts, like, uh, holding him. And I couldn't not be reminded of Ghostbusters. And, um, you know, the, but the light is, is uh, you know, she can't see who's... Blinding Audrey, Who's yeah. wielding it. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is so tropey. So tropey. And so Fitz, or uh, Trip manages to get up, and he's got a spotlight. And so they, um, it, it does end up working. And the guy, like, kind of goes boom into a burst of dark matter. And you're like, what the fuck? Because that's happen? good. That's good. And the shockwave hits Audrey and it knocks her unconscious. But not before. No. No, that's later. Okay. 
Yeah, no, yeah, that's later. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. And so <laughs> Sky, uh, we go back to Sky, and so she goes to the bathroom, and she freaks the fuck out, which I can't say that I blame her. Uh, I would freak out. And so she realizes, and not only is Ward a murderer, but she's trapped on this base with him. Yeah. In the middle of fucking nowhere. And she kissed him. Yeah. She should be like washing her mouth out or something. Yeah, she's got to hide your breath now. Um, And so she's trying to like figure out what what to do. And Ward's like, where are you? Where are you, Sky? This isn't creepy at all. Um, I'm not. I'm not Hydra. Uh, And so um, she she goes through the closets looking for chemicals. And you're like, okay, Sky's got a plan. Sky's a smart cookie. So, yeah. So we go back to Portland, and this is when Phil is um, trying to make sure that Audrey's not dead, and he's, you know, giving her the whole, oh, please wake up. And he's like, I'm here for you. And um, before she... I've always been here for you. It's not... Ghost? Yeah. Yeah, before she can fully wake up, he kisses her on the forehead, and he um, leaves so she can't see him. And she wakes up, and um, Gemma and Fitz and Tripp are like, you're okay. And she's like... Oh, I thought he was really here instead of in a dream. And um but she's like, Oh, I just saw what I wanted to see and they're like do 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 Nothing going on. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Um, so Ward then goes searching in the storage room and he does the penny thing, but it, it drops out. So sky, sky, like the fact that she had the wherewithal to absolutely do this in the midst of her shock. Mm -hmm. Like I was really proud of sky. She is continuing to learn from him, even Mm -hmm. though he's turned Hydra. Yeah. Or is revealed as not turned Hydra, revealed as Hydra. And so, um, sky steps out and she's like, Oh, Hey buddy. And she, you know, she does a nice job. Um, and so she's like, oh, um, he's like, why'd you leave the office? What's up? Which, again, this goes right into the creepy, abusive boyfriend trope of where were you? Yeah, I didn't know you were leaving. Where'd you go? The beginning of Stockholm Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And Sky's like, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> I kind of freaked out when you, when you told me all that horrible shit about yourself, except for not the most horrible. And so Ward's like, are you still freaked out? And Sky kisses him. And um, she's like, what do you want? And Ward's like, I just want to ignore the outside world and stay with you. But we have a job to do. And he's like, "Um, Fitz called and uh, they need what uh, they need what's on that hard drive. And so uh, Koenig's waiting for 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 in the hangar to to let us out. Sure. Sure. We've got a mission now. Yeah. And Sky's like, um, I just want to I just want to contact the team and, and, you know, grab a few things. And Ward's like, no, we have to go now again. Now. Trope, horrible, bad boyfriend. Yep. Stay away. Run. These are warning signs. Run. Yeah. Which is even creepier because she knows. <laughs> and you know she knows, but she can't do but anything about it. But does she know it. that we know that she knows? I think she does. I think she does. I think she does. Um, so we go back to Colson, and they're headed back to the base. And um, Colson tells Fitz that he's not happy about the whole lying to Audrey thing, but she's safe. And one of these days, he's going to be able to tell her what really happened. Lies. And so he's like, um, he's like, I have to make things right with May. Which, I, it's amazing with Mom. that thinking of an mm-hmm. ex-girlfriend has made him think of May. <laughs> Just like to point, Just that, point out. that out. there, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, he's like, I can't expect Audrey to forgive me if I can't do the same for May. And I'm Aww. like, oh, you finally got mature. And so uh, Simmons comes in. And Colson's like, uh, you know, he leaves him alone. 
And because everybody, everybody in the world knows. knows except Gemma. Yeah. At this point, she's no show Gemma no knows, signs. She's the only one who doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And so um <laughs> Gemma uh Gemma comes in and she tells Fitz that um that Trip thinks that Fitz doesn't trust him. And he's like, uh, 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 I don't like change. Bye. And you're like, oh, my oh, God. Baby. Emotionally stunned pumpkin. Please tell her. Please. Well, and he is aware of Gemma's, you know, kink here being the tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does mention that. And mm. he's like, yeah. I'm not. That was mentioned several episodes back or, mm-hmm. yeah. My poor baby. And so this is when uh, the team lands in the hangar of the base. And they realize the bus is gone. Uh-uh. And it ain't nobody here. And so... Uh, the lights were on, though. Yeah, the lights were on. They left the lights on for him. And so we go to the bus, and Sky asks Ward if they're going to Portland to meet up with the team. And he's like, no, uh, the uh, Fitz needs the 084 impulse projector, and, you know, we don't have the weapon, so we need to get the specs from the hard drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this right here. Hard drive, duck, 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 duck. Um, <laughs> and he's like, um, you know, since the location is, since the encryption is location specific, just tell me where to go. So he just takes off with no direction. He just randomly. That's not fishy at all. Flies the plane. Okay, so tell me where we're going. Once he's got her isolated and on the plane. Yep. Not creepy at No. Oh. No, not creepy at all. No. Please, I really hope this relationship works as I kidnap you. Um, so <laughs> then we go to May, and this is our last scene. And May is walking um, down this highway in Ontario when this older uh, Asian woman pulls up in an SUV. May gets in. Uh, driver is like, you didn't thank me. And May's like, I didn't have the chance. Thank you. And she's like, never mind. It's too late. And you're like, all right, lady. Um, she screams mother. Yeah. Mother! Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. The mother's mom. And I'm sure eventually... Is she Nana? Is she Nana? She's Nana. (laughs) She's now the team's grandmother. By the way, I have kids now. And (laughs) surprise. Who is she? And they're grown. Um, She's been in everything. Um, And so the the woman, her name is Miranda. And um, she she does, uh, she slows down. Or, or no, uh, Melinda thanks her. I don't know. I think I, that was a typo. I don't know that, what her mom's name is. Um, and so she's, she's like, listen, I needed somebody I could trust. And um, she's like, do you have the information I needed? And she hands the envelope over and she's like, um, she won't be hard to find. And May tells her mom that, you know, the only thing she wants to do now is to talk to <gasps> Maria, Maria Hill. Hill. And I'm like, oh, dun, dun, oh, dun. oh. Yeah. I was she excited. needs some girl time. She does. I'm telling you, all I want is an episode, a movie, whatever, of May and Natasha and Maria and Agent 13 and um, and just Darcy thrown in for some good shenanigans. Because reasons. And I just, I just want them, like, kicking ass and taking names and just being so awesome. So much. Yeah, I, I would like that. I'm trying to look up who that actress is because I know her from somewhere, but I can't seem to pull it up. Um, yeah. But I, I thought this episode was serviceable. I thought all the cellist stuff just felt out of place. It did. But I know they had to get the team away to isolate Sky and Ward. Um, 
for the whole Hydra reveal. So, I mean, I just think that there was a more plausible way to do that. Like, if they went to go try to secure the fridge or, you know. Oh, she was Madame Wu in Casino Royale. Yes, she was. And she was an actual Bond girl in um, the original, uh, one of the older ones. She's, yeah. No, you know who she is? Who? Now You See Me Too. <gasps> That's her? That's her. Oh, my God. Boo-boo. Oh, she was great in that. She was boo-boo. She was so great. Oh, my gosh. I loved her. Uh, let's see. I'm and you can see where, where May gets her um, sass-tastical badass from. Because mm-hmm. Mama Don't Play. She was an avatar, which we don't speak of. It's the movie we don't speak of. Yeah. Uh, oh, they actually put a woman of color in Avatar? Yeah, well, as a voice. Oh, okay. Because it was all it was animated. No, it's, the, it's the animated. No, the an- Avatar, the animated one. Oh, okay. Maybe in the TV show. No, we don't talk about the live action one. Oh, That's sorry. That's the one we don't talk I about. I get confused. Boy, she's With a bunch of white people. Her career goes back to the 50s. Yeah, she's been in everything. Yeah, she's 82? She don't look it. My gosh, she was born November 30th, 1933. That's awesome. But she's great. Wow, I yes. really like her. I pronounce her name, but I'd say it wrong. Yeah. She's five foot two, though. Okay. Which is all that really matters. So I love her so much. Yeah. So, so this was this was, uh, this it, was an episode. I, I wanted to like it more than I did. Yeah. I liked it more in hindsight, but rewatching it, I was like, eh. I feel like the cellist should have been the sole focus, and because it was split... With the Hydra Ward stuff. Yeah. That, like, we, it was very, like, we'll set this trap in the middle of the night and we'll trap him and it's fine with gamma rays and, you know. <laughs> well, it's like they didn't have enough story. Yeah. To do uh, To do either one separately. Well, they could have made the cellist. Yes. They could have filled that out, but I think they just didn't have enough Ward story. Yeah. To get Ward on that plane with Sky, that they had to, they had to distract the rest of the team somehow. Yep, and this is how they so did that it. she could kid, so that he could kidnap her. Yeah. So this is how they chose to do it, and I wish they would have given her a better focus. Yeah, I do too. So there's that. So we have feedback. Yep. Okay, uh, Michael. Yay! He says aloha, ladies. Aloha. I wanted fallout from the fridge, and I got it. Yeah, you did. But I have to admit, it felt a bit like a Freak of the Week episode, mm-hmm. because it was. Still, it was worth it just for the lanyard screening test responses. What's in Yeah, the- that really was the best part. Yeah, it was. What's in the box? There was a ton of character insights in those scenes, and Michael does not offer what he would have put in the box. Oh. I would like to know what Michael, I or any too. of our listeners. Knowing Michael, it's probably some ingenious piece of, of uh, Navy equipment that, you know... It's going to save him. It's probably his go bag. Yeah, that or his art supplies one. Yeah. Which I'd be true. okay with that too. I'd be okay with that. I need his art. Um, you should see some of the stuff he did from this last weekend. Um, so he says, uh, uh, what's in the box? There's a ton of character insights in those scenes. So we find out one of the fridge escapees, Marcus Daniels, is a super powered stalker that has the same taste in women as Phil. Yeah. That's so not it's weird. up to Agent Simmons, Trippett. Triplet and Fitz to protect Phil's cell. I can't even say this shit. Phil's cellist. 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 Phil's cellist friend. Wow. Uh, <laughs> since she thinks Phil is dead. The baddie absorbs energy and was only captured before by being overloaded. Okay, so what I'm getting here is that this dude's power was energy, just energy absorption, period. Yeah. Not that he does anything with it once he's absorbed it. Yeah. 
but he's able to throw dark matter out at people and do stuff. I don't know. It was just, it, it was not well-defined enough for my taste. Yeah. Uh, but while in the fridge, they experimented on him and gave him an upgrade. I'd say, what the hell, S.H.I.E.L.D.? But then it was probably just Hydra. <laughs> so the first attempt to overload him this time fails. Back to the drawing board. Surprisingly, it's Fitz that suggests they use the cellist as bait to draw out Daniels. Yep. And they've got special energy weapons designed by Bruce Banner because none of his experiments ever went wrong. Ever. They were no. all fine. No. The second Ask Harlem. Yeah, I know, right? The entire area. Yeah. Uh, the second attempt to overload him also fails, and now Coulson has to get involved. So where three of the energy weapons they used weren't enough, the same time two does the trick because Coulson. Because Coulson. It's because the generator he has in his back pocket, Michael. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I was wanting to some, some to shout out, don't cross the streams. I know. It was very Ghostbusters-y. So ghostbusters I bet they did that while they were on set. I bet you there's you know footage of somebody saying, don't cross the streams. And it's probably Clark. Probably. Don't cross the streams. You know it's Clark. Back at Providence, word is going all Hydra-y. And damn it, he killed Kenny. Um, Koenig. 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 But he killed Kenny. It says so right here. He killed Kenny. But at least May got away. Wait, May can't leave. She's my favorite character. And how exactly did she get out of there? It looked like it would be a pretty difficult place just to walk out of. And she walked far enough to leave the snowy climate. And she was within 500 miles of her retired spy mom. The writers made some pretty big jumps on this part of the story. Oh, but- I have an answer to that. Okay. Because May. Because May. Yeah. Good answer. And but- I'm pretty sure that's what the writers were like. It's May. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, but at least we understand a bit why she's such a badass with such a parental unit and her mom gave her intel on Maria. Could we be getting a May versus Hill fight? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I hope not. I like them. Uh, Ward was always a bit brash, but Hydra Ward was lost, lost, has lost what little subtlety he had. Yeah. It's like he, he used up all his lying and now he's like. Yeah, so, Scott, what about that hard drive? <laughs> Completely not, you know, creepy at all. Michael says the most subtle thing he did was threaten Fitz by telling him he should admit how he feels to Simmons because, you know, I'll be killing you soon. Yeah. It's nothing personal. Hail Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> Great work. I'll be killing you in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Princess Bride yes, reference. Princess Bride, yes. yeah. <clears throat> Back when Sky impersonated May, it didn't seem to me that she should have been that capable but now i'm glad they had that episode because it helps sell that she could swallow her fear and feelings and pretend to go along with ward yeah that's true very good point that's very true that's a big part of her character development yeah without her may episode this one would have felt very odd it would have made sky either an unexpectedly great actress or a bit or a stone cold bit asterisk asterisk (laughs) you mean bitch don't you michael that's okay it's okay you can say these things to us uh, when Phil and the away team get back, I want to know who was wearing the red shirt. Oh, wait, it was Marcus, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they don't have anyone there to greet them. May's gone. Eric is missing because I can't say his name. <laughs> and Ward and Skye have absconded with the bus. Yes. Phil just can't catch a break. No, he can't. Although the capture of the monster aspect was a bit light after watching The Fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. and The Rise of Hydra, this was still a pretty fun episode. Again, that lanyard screening was great. I'd love to see outtakes from that. Oh, my God. That was precious. Okay. Uh, we got a little bit from Franzi, who's been dying for this episode. Okay. Yeah. She, she loves she really, her some Amy she Acker. She loves Amy Acker. 
She loves her some Aniac. She says, uh, you wash up on a deserted island alone, sitting in the sandbox. What is in the box? I totally forgot about orientation, but I didn't forget Ward and his needle. Big ouch. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was super cute. <laughs> <laughs> and on Wednesdays, we wear pink. <laughs> love that movie. I love it. I do too. I'm not saying that to be mean. I mean I it. I love Mean Girls. Uh, when Fitz answered, okay, it was super cute when Fitz answered Simmons, and I love Simmons so much for her TARDIS answer. Yes. Not sure if you'll have time for a Harry Potter sorting episode, but Fitz is the biggest Hufflepuff. We're we're gonna do it in preview. the in the preview preview cast. cast. We need you need to tell me who we're sorting though. Yeah, that's true. Are we sorting like just the team? <sighs> I'll have to think upon. Okay, that. let me know so I can prepare for okay. it. Okay. Okay. Uh, she says, is this when we found out that Trip is a descendant of one of the Howling Commandos, or have they mentioned that in an episode before this one? It was in this episode. Yes. Uh, anyways. And that's the thing that um, <laughs> Janya almost spoiled a couple episodes yeah, so ago. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it hasn't been, it was never expressly stated, but it kind of was. So. And then you're like, oh. yeah, I stopped myself. I was like, stop talking. I stopped. <laughs> Which is hard for me to do. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, she says, anyways, this is much more exciting after watching Agent Carter than it was back in the day. Uh, moving on to the Amy Acker part of this episode. Who is going for a run in a dark park alone as a woman? In the dark. In the dark. With no weapon. Alone. Yeah. In the dark. She says, I love seeing Amy Acker in another Whedonverse thing, but they should have cast her in another role. Something yeah. more reoccurring like Talbot. Yeah. Uh, she says, I think you couldn't remember who she was on Dollhouse. But she played Dr. Saunders, the one with the scar. When she pointed out the one with the scar, I was like, yes, I remember her now. Okay. From See, you haven't seen Dollhouse. I have not. Ah. I has not. Uh, anyway, she says, AOS isn't a show where the music is outstanding, but this episode they did a great job using the cello. Or the cello. <laughs> As you sometimes <laughs> call it. Yellow. <laughs> Because I like to be mellow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, I'm out of words. Okay, good. Uh, it fit perfectly to everything <laughs> that was going on with Warden Sky. So, there you go. So, um, other than that, all I have left is spoiler stuff. Okay. Um, I'm <coughs> I'm out of non-spoiler stuff. Yeah, I am, too. I'm ready to talk some spoiler stuff. Woo, woo. Um, so, in case you haven't figured it out by now, we have actually seen episodes... Through the end of season three, we are doing our best not to spoil anything in future episodes in this episode. If you're watching along. If you're, yeah, for people who want to, yeah. you know, further Go first back watch. And, yeah, it's great. So, uh, so we're doing our best not to spoil anything. We're sorry if we did by accident and didn't catch ourselves. Lots of editing going on. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. I do, I've done it too. So um, we are now about to talk about things through the end of season three. So this is your final warning. If you don't want to get spoiled on anything, you need to go away and then come back later. Mostly come back later. So final warning. And how many fucking times has May left and come back? Every single like week. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't feel like that's in character for her. She, she's been wishy-washy on this one thing. Mm-hmm. Because she's left and come back, I think, at least yeah. three times, at if least, not more than that. At, yeah, at least two or three times. And so I'm like, I just, I don't like that. It does not feel very May to me. And yeah. this hit home that I'm like, oh, well, we started early. And this is we? where it began. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because she can't make up her mind to, she can't, just can't seem to make the commitment to feel that she needs to make. 
get married and be done with it. I know, right? Or you know what? You don't even need to get married. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. Just have lots of sex and babies. Yeah. Oh wait, you don't even have to have babies because you already have kids. Yeah, you have a bus full of them. Yes. Or now a bunker full of them. Yeah. Just do the do. I mean, not even need that. Just like kiss and makeup or some shit. Yeah. So. Commit, anyway. commit yourselves <laughs> to each other and I will be happy. So this is the the real beginning of Raina's story arc. Because we, like you keep talking about, we originally see her as a recruiter. But it turns out she's much more of a scientist than we were originally led to believe. And her character makes no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. None. She's like this project manager, recruiter type person who puts together these money and goes out and hires these people to do the sciencey stuff. But yet we see her... This they they want to turn over the research to her. And when Why? we when we went to Hong Kong, I think it was Hong Kong, um, with Scorch, she was talking to the lead scientist who was not her, right? Who was making like, oh, you did good recruiting and she, him. We never see her in like a lab coat. It's always the flower dresses, and her character is so confusing. Like it, I would love for her to be an evil lady scientist, <laughs> but I don't I don't get that vibe. But mm-hmm. you're right. They do keep throwing stuff in that just kind of confuses things. Like she understands the sciencey mumbo jumbo stuff. Yeah, that's why um, I would love a, a Raina background, and I don't really remember us and, getting that. And her motivation becomes clear later when the Inhum- Inhumans are introduced, um, and that makes a lot of sense. But this is—it's like they didn't know how to to introduce her character going that way. Yeah. Without making her researchy. Yeah. But she's, but how can she be researchy without being a scientist? It was really it makes, weird. It's very confusing to me. Yeah. So. It's really weird. Um, I will say I saw, a, I saw a Raina GIF set on Tumblr today and I did not realize she predicted Age of Ultron. Yes, she did. Because she said metal men will tear your cities apart. Yes. Well, she. And I did not realize that. That was after she became inhuman and she mm-hmm. predicted things. Yeah, she she did. That was a tie-in. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. I, it went completely over my head, as things so. are wont to do. All right. Uh, so some spoiler stuff from uh, Franzi. says, every time Ward was talking to Fitz, especially when it was about Gemma, I wanted to punch him in his face. Yeah. So. Knowing that's coming is, is, is not fun. Yeah. So not looking forward to seeing Fitzsimmons in pain. Yeah, well, welcome to season two. I know, right? Uh, let's see. Okay, here's Michael's spoilery talk from back in... This is from the Providence episode. Yeah. Um, this is the... F- uh, he... You asked for some information. The phone news that they're watching is WHIH. Oh, okay. Okay. For heavy Marvel nerds, you'll recognize them as part of Marvel's viral marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. If you subscribe to the WHIH Twitter account, you'll get news clips that lead into the movies, and their Facebook even throws AOS some love. That's cool. I was happy when they cast Patton Oswalt to the show. He's actually a decent actor, and it's nice when one of us, a fellow nerd, gets invited to play in the sandbox. Yeah, I like him. I think there has to be a few more... Say his name. Koenig. Koenig? Koenig. Koenig. Yeah. That's the way they're saying it in the show. Okay. Uh, There has to be a few more Koenigs running around somewhere. I still want him uh, to have an LMD. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, that I think, would be I so think isn't awesome. at least one brother still alive? Because there was three last I counted. And I don't think we've killed all of them. No, the third one was still running around somewhere. Yeah. So there's an LMD possibility here. 
Uh, he says, I'd like to see more fallout from all the items that were liberated from the fridge. Graviton alone could be a big story, but I guess that would feel a lot like Stark's Bad Boys from season one of Agent Carter. Yeah. Uh, there was a name drop a few episodes back where Phil threatened to station ward in Alaska guarding Bloomski. Blonsky. 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 Yeah, the abomination. Oh, I, I mispronounced it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm surprised Hydra didn't release the abomination. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. And we can't afford uh, that actor. Nobody we can. We can't afford Tim Roth. <laughs> I don't think anybody can. Only he can. <laughs> All right. So this is from um, the spoilery talk from this episode. Okay. It says, I was happy for Oswald and they killed him the very next episode. Yeah. I was happy when they brought in his twin brother later on. I hope we him. haven't seen the last of the Koenig clan. Yeah, me too. They, they can even have Oswald play in drag as the Koenig sister we hear about later. Oh my gosh. This would make Michael happy. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the encrypted hard drive storyline that's coming up. I remember it feeling laborious the first time I watched it this season. I'm hoping it'll be better this time around. Probably not. No. This episode is the last mention we get of the fridge. That's not a dangling threat. That's a whole freaking ball of string they could mine for stories. The escapees, the tech, all out in the wild. Some innocent could stumble upon something that Hydra left behind. I honestly can't even remember if we got closure on Quinn and the Gravitonium. I don't... I think we did but then again i don't, I don't remember, remember a lot of this i don't remember i even watched uh ahead an extra episode this time around because we usually do two at a time i went yeah. and watched uh through to 21 trying to and i nothing uh so michael says i'd like more backstory on may's mother i wonder if she's ever crossed paths with dotty or howard <gasps> or peggy oh i didn't even think about that i i that's really cool. That is really cool, but I would have to say the likelihood would be low because uh, Mama May mentions CIA. my my organization yeah. has not fallen apart. Yeah. So she's a part of a different organization. She's not part of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I still like it. But um, it's, hey, those organizations work together sometimes. So that's it's true. not unheard of. Yeah. So that's all the feedback I have. Yeah. So. I just um, a lot's happening right now, and it's hard to really even talk about because we're just going to talk about it in our next episode. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this this whole Hydra storyline is still going on well into season three, and it yeah. kind of it feels like it's dragged out too long. Yeah. But at the same time, they can't just up and have Shield back together because MCU. Yeah. And they made such a big deal about yes. it in Winter Soldier. And then the Winter Soldier, and then Age of Ultron, and then Civil War. Yeah. And how it's all fallen apart. And so they would have to have, you know, everything line up. Yeah. So. Because we'd be know. bitching if it was too quick. Oh, we would so be bitching. Yeah. So. Um, okay, Quinn does show back up in 21 and 22. Okay. Okay. I thought he came back. I just don't remember I how it resolved. I can't remember. Okay. I remember really liking Ragtag, and I hope I like it as much when we rewatch. That's okay. 21. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. But yeah. I Yeah, I went through just to try and help myself with the podcasting, and I, nothing. it's just one big, huge story arc these last few episodes. And that's just, my problem, yeah. is a lot of it just blends together. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. All right. I do not have anything else. I don't either. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.